We're gonna get him. A, we're gonna mic him up. Like he loves my. Wait, he, he he answered the phone the other day with me in the very white voice. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I was taking. I was taking. Was he? Yeah. He's like, hello, hey, baby. <laughs> Wait, let me pull over on the side of the road so I can take my pants off. <laughs> Oh yes. <laughs> Welcome back to Around the Keezer with the Common John Brewing Company. Today is Sunday, October 27th, 2019, and we are recording episode 12, Big Dirty Mugs. Today we will discuss a portion of the knowledge needed to become a Cicerone certified person. I don't know what I, I, I left that out. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> uh, specifically talking about glassware. Um, so... What's special about today may sound a little different. We are on site at the actual Common John Brewery today, so a little round of applause. We are first one here. Yay, golf clap. Not, yeah. <laughs> um, not, not officially around the keys this time. No, it's not technically, but... But we had a... It, it, was, it was purposeful, though. It's more like around the old school wooden desk. desk <laughs> so. But either way, it doesn't sound near as catchy, so we'll stick with the round. We've been breaking ground today. That's right. We literally broke some ground. (laughs) We made a mud pit in Uh, the middle of the brewery. (laughs) More on the wrestling later. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Fun fact for the day, a reminder, today is American Beer Day. Um, You can celebrate today by visiting your local bar and sampling some American beers. Remember, if you don't, ha- you don't have to be in the United States to celebrate celebrate this unofficial holiday. If you're a home brewer, why not try some American style beers? Um, and of course, don't forget to share with your family and friends. So, I think we're all drinking American beers here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we are. Craft beers. That's even a craft beer. I mean, technically, yes. Yeah, right. they're still. A, yeah, they're they're independently owned. We need to try to find their um, Hershey beer. We're talking about Yingling. Yingling. Hershey's America's King. oldest brewery oh man, I bet that's in uh, Pennsylvania. Yes, they still make. Where is it in Pennsylvania? I don't even. They're know. the largest independently owned brewery. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were referring to. They just released a collaboration with Hershey, a chocolate porter. We all got really worked up on that on social media. Pot and still. a frothy chocolate lather. My friend Pot just texted me and said that they were there and took a tour of England. Really? I've been through there before. I saw the brewery, but I was I was working, so. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess we should introduce everybody that's here. Yep. So, uh, go to the right. LeBron Haggard. Shelby Haggard. David Mitchell. David. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You got to do the David Mitchell voice. You got to lean in and do it. David Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. Barry White. Is it Barry White? It is Barry White, isn't it? It is Barry White. Okay. <laughs> like, almost, I've been saying this, and I probably got the wrong name. And we have a we have a new guest. Yes. First time on the show. Yeah. Uh, newbie. Rich Season here. Is it Season? It's Season. It is. I always said so Susan. So glad you said I that. Even, I, I don't argue with people that. anymore. <laughs> but isn't it S-U-S-S-E-N? S-U-S-S-E-N. It's supposed... It originally had... I guess like a the umlaut or whatever yes. over. Yeah. I didn't so it's know like that. it's S U E S S E. Oh, say, can you say it again? So it's almost like season, e- season, okay. season. So like S E A season. Okay. Yeah, it had, yeah, it had a Bach on uh, the end. Of it I call him Big Sexy, but anyway. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it now. Hey, that's good to know. It's I, I like calling you know saying people's names. The I'm very conscious of that because yeah. it's like. Uh, 
my name was butchered so so many times when I was a kid because there was no LeBron James to. Mm-hmm. That's true. And now still, people, I had someone text me this week because it was my birthday and said, "Happy birthday, LeBron!" L A lowercase b r o n. Is that not how you spell it? No. <laughs> joking, totally joking. <laughs> and I'm like, this person's name is just Richard's wife, Kimberly. So I text back and I said, "Thank you, Kim." Capital B, A R L Y, Kim Barley. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. He so, didn't know your name was spelled the way it was. No. I went and looked for your name or something in his phone one day to send you a text or something, and, and it was L A B R O N, I think is how you spell it. I think. That's okay. And But I fixed it. <laughs> so, uh, another funny story about my name. Sorry, I'm getting off track. You're here. fine. I just, Go ahead. I, this is, we got an hour to feel. Have at it. I had a. One time I worked with this guy and he kept sending me emails. You know what? I sent him an email and it's got my name on it. And it says how it's spelled and he kept putting a little B. So one time I sent him an email back and I put, it had an L-E and I went to the B and I made it bold. And like 72 point character or whatever, text size, like huge. So after that, this is, you gotta be careful. Now, every time he sees me, he calls me Big B. And that's been 20 years ago. It's like Big B. Big B. Big B. Hey, at least he remembered. That's, that's yeah. a plus. Yeah. He'll never forget that it's a Big B. It's very true. I digress. So, good sir LeBron with a Big B, what are we drinking today? Oh, we are drinking a, it's from Wiseacre in Memphis. It's called Filbert. It's a Baltic porter with hazelnuts. So, it's a collaboration with perennial artesian ales. So, I'm going to read the, try to read the information off of Untapped. So it says, in the next adventures of Perennial and Wiseacre, so apparently they do some collaborations together. <laughs> Phil and Phil make a Baltic porter. Our Phil, who we lovingly, lovingly call Philbert, and their Phil, who we lovingly call Phil, <laughs> have chosen Philbert hazelnuts to add rich nuttiness to the flavors of toffee, deep chocolate, cherries and plums, all the while ensuring their name makes it on the label. This hunk of engineering perfection is as strong, is as strong as Artie and as sweet as Petunia. Okay. What to pair with this deliciousness? Creb, Creb Scout cookies? What's Creb, is it Creb? How do you pronounce it? K-R-E-B? Sure. Creb Scout? Let's go with Creb Creb Scouts. Creb Scout cookies. Interesting. Never heard of it. So yeah, this is going to be interesting. And it's got their faces on it, too. I'm going to steal this. We're going to have to make like something that's got Larry's face on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, well I, mean, I don't think we can put douche canoe on the bottle. Why? <laughs> oh, so, so that's <laughs> why. Yeah. No, why? We have such a nice little badge made up for him and everything already. So this one, it has, it, it's got a it's 9.4% ABV, 20 IBU. About 300 check-ins at 3.74. And Ashley brought this back to us. She got it yeah, at the brewery, right? Only 300 check-ins. That's yeah, so it must be a, I mean, it is a collaboration, so they're probably going to Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Well, this will be uh, good. Do we usually pour now or we wait? I don't remember. I'll pour it while we're The talking. last one was a little off. Yeah, yeah. We take. We usually end up talking about it later, but I'll pour yeah, it and yeah, wait. There's good. plenty of it. So Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess that's a bomber, right? Yeah. Is that a bomber? Yeah. Uh, before we move any, uh, you know, move forward in the show, I want to say a special thank you to Tom Porter. He sent us a uh, loving care package from 
uh, Corporate Thread. Um, he sent us uh, a couple of Three Floyds uh, beers that we have mostly enjoyed. We have not had the Dark Lord yet. Looking forward to tasting oh, that. Yes. And what was the other brewery? Did we ever figure that out? I have to look it up. It was something Hop Garden. It I was thought. really good. Maybe the beer was Did it have frogs on it? Yeah, like yeah. it had really cool artwork. Oh uh, yeah, it was. Larry had the name for it. It was very tasty. He called he called what it was the style of artwork, but it's like I remember back when I was a kid, they made these these drawings and it, you know he had the printed T-shirts mm -hmm. like of the car that was like a person, you know, and it had like the wheels were spinning, but the person's head coming out of it. Yeah, he called it off too. Brigman of all people, it's like <laughs> oh that's a so 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 artwork. I'm like. Okay. <laughs> he's a savant. I knew he it. Is. He's a music savant, too. <laughs> I, I believe that. Hidden talents, right? I don't know. So thank you, Tom. We uh, haven't had them all yet, but we uh, wanted to say a big thank you. Yeah, uh, so I don't know if we've ever him. talked about Tom. I know we talked about him, but I don't know if we ever said, but he does. they do all kinds of apparel. They do a lot of apparel for breweries. They actually do, Derek mentioned Dark Lord, which is a special release from Three Floyds in Indiana, but they do their... Yeah, their t-shirts, t-shirts and, and stuff. stuff. And actually, had a really cool. They sponsor a hockey team. Yeah, and they had him. They made their hockey jerseys. I bet their jerseys are pretty awesome. Oh, they are sweet. Yeah, every time we go to a show and Tom's there, they have the hockey jersey on display, and everybody wants to buy it. And of course, he's like, "You, you can't buy it. <laughs> we have to show it off." I mean, it's it's a showpiece for sure. Um, for those who are listening and never had or seen any Three Floyd's beers or you know clothing. They like a very like comic style. You think bright, bold colors, uh, characters, um, delicious beers. I mean, you miss them all. I, we talked about going up there to their tap room. Oh, and we how did, it was yeah. a, a, a boy from the '90s wet dream. Yeah. <laughs> Walking up in there, it looked like all the McFarlane toys and the comic books and delicious beer. Got a food. record player playing yeah. the whole record the whole time. <laughs> it's so know, cool. Not like mixing a bunch of popular songs just playing the whole record. Mm -hmm. And a cool thing, Rich brought me some uh, Three Floyds. We've been drinking yes, on some of here. Got some Alpha King, Alpha Gumball King. Head. Yes, thank you, They Rich. just started distributing in Tennessee, so yes. that's pretty cool. Yes. Welcome, Three Floyds. And thank you, Rich. He's 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 drinking a Gumball Head. That was, we he's talked... Yeah, previously about a beer we made like yeah, that. Yeah, we made a, a, for Maddie's wedding, she yep. liked Gumball Head, so we made a version of Gumball I think it was a Gumball Head. It was, it? yeah. Because isn't that it's like a, a hoppy, hoppy wheat? wheat or it's wheat. It's not like any wheat I've ever had. It has the, that distinct hop that you typically don't get with a wheat beer, and it's quite tasty. That face on the side of that can, it's very recognizable. That Their, uh, <laughs> their t-shirts for the Gumball Head, is, they're awesome. Hey, they have a comic book. Yeah, the com and it actually it it has like Alpha King and like their yeah. characters are in the comic book. It's a, and it's a really well written comic mm -hmm. book. That's awesome. I've got yeah. I, I I don't I think I got like the first three or four. They were kind of slow releasing them, and then I kind of well yeah when you go had to, to the, stop buying they're spending a hundred dollars a month on comic books it. <laughs> and they have like a little section at the end unless they've changed it that was just like where you purchase yep. stuff and it was comics everywhere and it was all their comics that's crazy. I always loved Nolan got into comics for a little bit and I just going through and looking at the different style of, of artwork and comics just the creative and well there's a lot of uh, actually in the whole which eventually we'll get to this kind of like the artwork and design and stuff like when yeah. we were designing the logo that was one thing mm -hmm. we talked about was we want a character that's where the common John we didn't want it to be we wanted it to be kind of comic book but not comic book but not like drawing somebody's face right 
And eventually we're gonna we'll have a full character. Like That's right. comic book style common John character, you know. <laughs> with a three part mini series on Hallmark. He doesn't do that. I was thinking about your buddy Chris that does the books. The and books stuff, yeah. but he doesn't do the graphics part. He just writes the Hey, he's got connections, man. Yeah. We might have to come out with a with like a with I a small know a guy. You know a guy. <laughs> hey, yeah. no guy. always nuts when you yeah. know a guy. Uh, message. <laughs> <clears throat> so real quick, let's recap from the last show, which we talked about um, an off-flavor tasting. It was uh, titled Rock, Paper, Beer. Um, the off-flavor tasting was more geared towards oxidation beer, usually problems associated with older beers. Uh, well, you, you mentioned last week, there was something, or the last podcast about something, what else is it associated with, it, or it could cause that? What, the oxidation part? Well, that, that flavor, the paper flavor. Or was that it? No, I mean, it pretty much comes from... I mean, there's there's a lot of different ways to control it, but I yeah. mean, it ends up coming coming down to... It's not necessarily old. Yeah. It could be that you, like in a, in a commercial brewing system, okay. if you've got a fitting that's loose and you got material drawing through it, it can draw in oxygen from yeah. outside and then it, it can get into it. So it's not... It's, it doesn't necessarily have to be an old beer. Well, the... What I got from it, the most memorable thing was the fact that it tasted like we were drinking a wet newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's worth a listen. It's pretty funny to <laughs> David, hear our reactions. David, I like David's spitball. It's like, like you're in spitball. school and you just chew up a piece of paper. Um, <laughs> Definitely very distinctive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Be sure to check it out. Uh, episode 11, Rock, Paper, Beer. Available on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, and TuneIn. Please check it out. That ends that segment. Hooray, we made it through, guys. Yeah. All right, uh, next up is brewery updates. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, let me see. Where are we at? Okay, so big news. Nothing big, we really. We teased with the, at the opener. About yeah, well, I'll get into that. So no, okay. guess, first things first. We, More tease. Friday, we got the sewer tap, so now we're ready to Woo-hoo. start here. It'll probably be, we've had a lot of rain, so we're going to have to wait. It, well, my dad leaves town. He's my helper, so <laughs> probably a week and a half or so, we'll start running sewer line up to the building. We're already, the other part is we've been, the last few days, David's been out helping me and we got the floor cut up to put in the, the trench drain. It'll be here tomorrow. And uh, so we got it all cut out. We'll start cutting all the trenches for the sewer, you know, for the sewer lines and plumbing and all that. So That's we're cool. slowly starting to get some things rolling. We're still waiting on the, as I'm looking over my shoulder at that electrical pole back there, we're waiting for the Duck River people to come change that pole out because it's too low and it needs to be raised up so then we can run the new power over here and start putting lights and everything in we're i really want to get that floor done because i'm just looking forward to taking that shiny stuff out of the boxes and start putting it in place well you mentioned that so our last podcast was october i think 6th so what has happened since then what have we received oh we do have we have actually received our brew house so we got our, our mash ton kettle on the platform. He just really wants to stand on the platform. Yeah, I do. Oh, I did. David took a picture of it. No, it was Larry took a Larry. picture of it. Yeah, uh, yeah Larry, Larry came out. Larry and uh, fortunately, Larry and Jeff both came here. So I put Larry to run in the forklift because he's run a forklift yep. many times. So. He was trained by an expert. <laughs> so I was like, hey, you run the forklift. I'll guide. So uh, we unloaded that puppy. It was kind of tricky. The asphalt's not very, very flat out here. So when you've got it lifted 
five or six feet in the air and you're trying and it has no bottom on it and the thing is like the i mean you we had we can only lift it like two inches and still get it out of the mm-hmm. the back of the trailer so mm-hmm. i'm jeff and i are both over there please don't fall this <laughs> but we got it in safe and sound no issues we'll be sharing some photographs or pictures on social media about uh, things like that as they develop so but very exciting things here at Common yeah John. so we were we were joking about the we cut the concrete out today. Of course, we had a concrete saw with water. So once we finally broke through the concrete, all the water started going through the cracks into the mud below. This building is 50, no, wait, it's over 50 years old. It's almost 70 years old. Yeah, it was built in 51. So we're coming up on 70 years old. So they didn't put any gravel down. So all that was going in there. So when we start pulling up the concrete, there's just this big mud pit. And we found a surprise underneath there while the concrete was cracking. There was a big root. So whoever put the concrete down 70 years ago just basically poured it right over the top (laughs) of the root. (laughs) Hey, it's been here for 70 years. Evidently, they Let's think about the things we're grateful for. There were no dead bodies. No, we haven't dug below that. (laughs) That's true. This is just where they poured the concrete. So there's hope. There is hope. No. Could be our yeah, we'll episode we'll of CSI. A, we'll find a dinosaur fossil or something, and then I'll be like, "Oh, you gotta, you gotta protect it. You can't put your brewery an here." Endangered bird that lives in the nesting above the brewery. As it goes. I think that's pretty much it. We talked about the TTB permits been a few weeks ago. We yep. got it. It's exciting. The rest of the. The major parts of the equipment right now is due in at the end of November, but still, by the time we get this... So shift in potential opening time to 2020? Oh, it'd definitely be 2020, because we're going to have... We'll have a month of getting stuff in place once we yeah. get the equipment, so... I can't we're, think of a better I, way I, Honestly, we're not going to be open the taproom before spring, probably, realistically. Yeah. Whenever you purchase that type of equipment does it come with a schematic of how everything goes together distances links or you just you're left to your own no i mean you could do that if you wanted to but i mean it just it comes down we'll just like here we're trying to do a lot of stuff ourselves we'll just we'll take and put them you know we've kind of got we've got drawings of where we want to put everything but when it comes to we we have power drops and stuff but when it comes to the plumbing like the glycol lines that run you know to keep the fermenters cool and stuff like that It'll just be us putting them where we want them and cutting everything as we go. Cut the fit. Be like, <laughs> your thumb in the air. You know? Hell yeah. Yeah, I didn't know if there was a. No. You know, I mean, you could. Standard you have to, you know, maintain or. You know, uh, like no, I mean it's pretty, it's pretty flexible. And all that. I mean, you could if you you could hire somebody and just do it all and bring it in. And that probably it, yeah. go that's no fun. Like, yeah, that's no fun though. That's no fun. That looks good there, and this looks good there. Well, we could always be like, we put all this stuff in here. Hell yeah. We unloaded the truck. We put it in here. We cut the concrete. We poured the concrete. <laughs> I was kind of hoping you use a little bit of dynamite. Not gonna lie, it'd been fun. Probably would have ruined everything else, but you know. David got a mud facial earlier. Yeah. Oh, giggity. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he got a he got a mud face oh, oh man. People pay good money for that. You, you got it for free. I got it for free. Yeah, spa days. So special. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, you wow. know when we cut that out today or yesterday and today, I thought, man, this is sure it's a small drain, but 
after we got it done and got everything pulled out, that's huge. Oh, it's huge. I mean, I've got five fermenters in one bright tank that'll go there, and we could easily double yeah. that. Easily. Because, I mean, they're only, I mean, a, a seven barrel fermenter is not much more than, I don't even think it's four feet in diameter. I mean, you know, and you can put them, I've seen them, they, the, you can put them to where they're so close you can just barely put your arm between them. I mean, you can stack them right in there next to each other. Mm-hmm. And you can, we can go to, actually within that building, we could go to 30 barrel fermenters if we wanted to easily. I mean, we'd, they'd be bigger around, but they would still fit inside of there. So we could go for four times bigger. We really need to find out the, the history of those. See if you can find the history of those beams, where those beams come from. Those beams are awesome. Oh, no, it would be cool. Oh, in here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah those yeah. beams are cool. I don't know. They were not built for that building. No, I know. That's, that's the fact. They, so they come from somewhere. What Rich is talking about inside the building, and it's what, that was the thing, that the outside, for those of you who listen to this podcast are in Manchester and know where the location <laughs> is, is not very pretty. But we haven't put lipstick on it yet. <laughs> but when you go inside of it, it's got this really cool design where it has these steel beams. It's almost like bridge beams or something that hold the roof up. And then it's got this, this wooden, I don't know what you call it, framing system above mm-hmm. the those beams but it's just got a really cool look to it that really appealed to us whenever when i walked inside of it i was like yeah we're good it's sexy yeah. it's it dead mm-hmm. yeah. i agree yeah it's old school good. rivets that's mm-hmm. pretty yeah. awesome yeah i wonder if there are any i guess you were the only one that's been up there and seen did you see any markings on it i haven't noticed anything <laughs> i i did a little bit uh actually my wife <laughs> supposed to be doing like a little history check of, of the building because there's some several different things that went on here like my dad his my grandfather my dad's dad worked here it used to be a plumbing place plumbing electrical place hmm. and he said he would come down here the the old highway actually is still here but they've moved to the new four lane highway up here but you, the old road is still here he used to ride his he'd be at the park and he would ride by here and he always talked about A.J. Tanner, plumbing electrical, he had, I don't know, it was German Shepherds or something, but he said he'd have to, when he turned that corner, he'd have to start pedaling because he <laughs> yeah. said they'd chase him all the way up the hill because my great-grandparents lived right up the hill from, from the brewery. That's awesome. But uh, he had it. There's another dude that, uh, Bickle, I don't, I got it, Clark Bickle maybe, I forget what the guy's first name was, Bickle, but had, that I think originally built this, did like rebuilt big electric motors and stuff like that. Heard at one point there were like some engineers with the state that worked here that did like CAD drawings and stuff like that. But it, it sounds like it has a really, really rich history. So I need to kind of dig into it. Be cool to have the old pictures and stuff to yeah. hang up in the roof. I'd run. I, I don't know how to maybe track her down, but there was a lady at Depot Bottom that I I want to say it was her grandfather that run a business here at one time. And I guess he wasn't in the best health. So uh, his wife had him on a real strict diet. Well, before he would go home, he would have one of his workers go and get him fast food so he could, he would eat here before he went home. To- oh, and he actually worked here? He yeah. worked here. Oh, really? Was, yeah. I'll have to. Oh, man. That's, that's cool. Yeah, she, uh, the lady was wearing a, a, uh, the uh, brewery in Sparta. Calf killer. Calf killer. Yeah. yeah. Nice. She was wearing a calf killer hat and we were talking about it and she had asked where you all were opening this and uh, 
I had mentioned it, and she's like, holy crap. She got to tell me that she would come in and hang out with. I'm pretty sure it was her grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> well, that'd be a fun story to figure out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I, I, I just I, I keep looking for. I'd really like to have find out. I don't know. Maybe they didn't even have it, but like if there was like a a sign or something from whoever was here, like AJ Tanner or something. You know, mm-hmm. it's got to be around the county somewhere. Yeah. Might be one of these antique shops right and up the hill. You could get somebody to remake it, hang it in there. It would be a good way to kind of. Give a, we had a landmark used to be up here at the very end. It's what's now uh, Prater's Building. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> Everybody, I heard some some negative comments about when purple two purple pigs opened that it used to be an adult bookstore for like two weeks. It was it was open very briefly. And it was way before I ever moved here. But I'm like, I will never eat in that establishment. I'm like, it's. It's not but that the, anymore. The I mean, Purple Pigs was a barbecue restaurant too. Yes, it was. <laughs> and they had a great quesadilla with jalapenos. But David, well, you would have loved it, man. Really? Yes, I think it was before you came here. Mm, yeah, jalapenos. Mm. <laughs> yes. All right, so we're on to the tasting section. Do it real quick before All we right. jump into the topic. Yeah. So yeah, we got us poured. So. Yeah, I got y'all poured up. Ooh, and this is a Baltic porter. Baltic porter. I don't. What, what makes a Baltic? Let's what see. What makes a porter Baltic? That's a great question, Rich. I'm going to look into the BJCP <laughs> styles. Let's see. Why is a Baltic Porter... Oh, wait a minute. I need to learn how to spell first. Baltic Porter. Let's see. Does it say any difference? Okay. A Baltic Porter often has the malt flavors reminiscent of an English Porter and the restrained roast of a Schwartz beer, but with a higher OG and alcohol content than either. Very exactly. complex with multi-layered malt and dark fruit flavors. I do get kind of like a dark fruit flavor. Every time I hear the word shorts, you know, I think sure. of yeah. uh, space balls every time. <laughs> Hands down. Go it does. The desert. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean. But the, you know what? This is, what's funny about this is they call it a Baltic porter, but the ABV is like, like where, where does it, where does it change from a porter to a stout? I don't know. What is the ABV on this? I don't even know. I think 9. it was 9.4. Yeah. It's 9.3 in the bottle. It's stronger. That's up in the porter or the stout range, isn't it? Typically. Oh, okay. May also be described today as an imperial porter. Oh. Gotcha. So like like in the in the sense of an imperial IPA, so it's like a higher, a higher ABV. Let's see what they're doing here. Yeah. It's a shell game. We're wise, David. It's a we traditional beer from the countries bordering the Baltic Sea, hence yeah. the Baltic Porter. Well, I mean, we can't do that, though. We're not near the Baltic Sea. Oh, it's wow. It's delicious, hey, though. It's good. Interesting note here. This is generally a lager yeast rather than an ale yeast. Now that is interesting because really? I wouldn't have pegged that. Very interesting. I've had a few Baltic Porters, but I've never looked to see what the difference is. I'm not for sure if I really still know what the difference is, but I like the Imperial Porter thing is what... I, and I've seen that before. It seems like they are a little bit higher ABV, so that may be the distinction. But to me, I've always heard of a stout is a stout porter or imperial porter. It's just a, yep. it's like going from an IPA to double IPA. It's higher ABV, higher bitterness. Yep. <clears throat> well, it's good. I definitely, Very sweet. definitely, it was 3.75. I would at least give it that myself. Thank you, Ashley. Yes, yes thank, thank you, you Ashley. Yeah. This glass must be clean. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. that's a good segue oh, oh yeah damn so today's topic we are touching on the cicerone program the cicerone certification program certifies and educates beer professionals to elevate the beer experience for customers very fancy way to say that you know just helps people understand beer better uh, learn about each of the four levels the beer certification levels 
um, plan, budget, and manage your training. The, the four tiers they're referring to are the different tiers. There are the beer or the certified beer server, certified Cicerone, which is sort of like your bronze level, your advanced Cicerone, and then your master, which is your gold. So silver, bronze, silver, gold, silver, bronze, and then your basic which is the beer server. Yep. I'm, um, a, I'm a certified beer server. Yes. Let's give props yeah. to LeBron, everybody. Mm-hmm. Give him a little cred. He's, <laughs> he's taking I got a badge, too. He's got a badge. He got a logo <laughs> put on his badge. I don't have my ABC certification. No. Show me that. <laughs> I held it at one time years ago, but, you know. What, what this is important is that a lot of places, and including us, we want to have beer certified servers with the Cicerone program working with us in the brewery because it, it, it gives people who are in the beer community that knowledge that, hey, we know how to take care of beer. We know how to serve it. We know how to produce it and put it out there in the world. And, you know, the, the advanced levels, they get further up there, way more complex. Oh, like crazy, crazy. <clears throat> I mean, like... Smell it. You can tell where it was made, what yeast was used. It's it's. I incredible. forget, there's a, there is a movie... Jeez, I got it on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, it's like on, I watch it on Amazon Prime, but it kind of chronicles a dude that's wanting to start up a brewery and this other guy's trying to be like, this was before the advanced, the, the upper level, I think it's a master Cicerone. And like the guy took it like three times and they're like, he's like at home pouring beers out and his wife is like, I mean, like, he doesn't know what they are. And he's like sitting there trying to describe them and pick out the beers, but that's how you go to this place and you go through this, but it's, Crazy. I mean, way more than I, I, I think I'm a beer junkie, but this was nuts. I was like, well, it's, this guy it, spent like like going to college, yeah, honing those senses. It was the, like a doctorate yeah. in beer, is what it is. That's amazing. One day, maybe aspire, aspiration. Even right? even the next, what is the the second level certified Cicerone? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you got a BJCP. I printed it off because I started thinking I was going to do it. I mean, it's like a freaking. I don't know, maybe a couple hundred pages or something. But you got to know everything. You got to go through there and know yep. all the beer styles. So if they, you got to do, there's a written part, like an essay part. There's like a multiple choice section. You know, you got to ask you all these questions on beer. And then there's a tasting part. Even on it, I think there's a tasting part. But. And I'll mention it now. If you want to, uh, you know, do further investigation and, and look into the Cicerone program, it's uh, uh, cicerone.org. If you want to look into the programs and what they offer, in this, they have a lot of free study materials. I'll mention this again at the end of this segment. Um, an incredible asset to any brewery or anyone that's interested in the beer community. You can learn a lot. And it's and the study materials they offer on the website are free. Yeah. They are, there are PDFs. There are videos. You can opt for uh, pamphlets and flashcards. You can also um, enroll in there online e-learning training session which is a limited thing you can like a couple of people can go through it for a, a price but it's a guided training that walks you through everything to pass the certification level so um, you know if, if you're interested in that please take a, a deeper look um, again cicerone.org yeah and it's sure a, a, I yeah. forget what is the what I'm horrible with, with pronouncing things but what is the for the for wine people sommelier or something like that is that what it so it's it's equivalent to that. Like there's a, I think it's sommelier, but that's like a, a wine expert. You know, they can get all this stuff out of it. So this was developed to be like for beer. You know, like to elevate yeah. beer, and you'll go into it more when we talk about the with the glass thing. But yep. like for us, it's important that we won't 
we want people that are serving beer to be educated about the beer so that when people come in and have questions, it's not like, hey, you, I will tell you now, if you come into our brewery and you ask somebody that, hey, what beer do you recommend? If they say, I don't like beer, you come get me. <laughs> I don't like beer and I work at a brewery. Oh, shit. <laughs> come get me and let me know. Those two don't go together. That, 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 you will you not find that here. not like beer. <laughs> So oh, man. we want people when you come in that they know enough about beer that they can help point you towards a beer that you would like. Yeah. Because we're not going to have it's not like we're just one one trick pony. We'll have a lot of different beers. And yes, but we will have one thing consistently, and that's clean glassware, which is what we're talking about yeah. today. <laughs> and the reason why we're talking about that, I just came back from work trip in Vegas. Wow, it's hard to drink beer from a dirty glass. So we're gonna we're gonna focus on that. That is part of the Cicerone, the basic level of the Cicerone beer server certification is understanding what a clean and dirty glass is, and we'll talk about the dirty glass. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm, I, I distracted uh, Rich because I just saw somebody come by and I thought they had a toolbox <laughs> that was open, and I was like, oh wow, they got the side, you know how they got the toolbox on the side of a truck? I thought, oh my gosh, you got the, no, it wasn't, it was like a couch that was hanging off the side <laughs> of the truck. <laughs> Even better. Sorry, I saw a squirrel. Oh, you're good. You're welcome. My zipper was down. <laughs> Go to the bathroom when my zipper was down. Good friends you all are. Oh, I, hey. Well, hey. Well, I guess you are good friends <laughs> because you're not looking at my <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> not a bunch I'm of beef gazers. Like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well said. You're on gaze. Yep. No meat gazers here. Anyway, Derek. Tell us, how do, how do we spot a dirty glass? Oh, I'm so glad you asked, David. <laughs> slash Barry White. <laughs> so I was inspired for the topic of this episode. I found one of the Cicerone stickers that we got from um, the CBC last year, mm-hmm. this, this previous uh, session, 2019. And it talks, it's just something you stick somewhere to show the illustration. <clears throat> it's an illustration split down the middle. Dirty glass, clean glass. So on a dirty glass, there are three areas you should look for. And well, I'm going to go through them first. I'm going to list some brief descriptions of each to kind of give you an idea. And then we can talk about any experiences that you can think of because I'm sure they're going to be a couple. Um, so let's start with the dirty. So a dirty rim um, smudges. In the picture, there's lipstick. Oh, I've, I've, I have gotten glasses before that had lipstick <laughs> oh, on. Oh, yeah. And also I have listed here questionable milky white deposits. So uh, no comment. Okay, no comment. Well done. <laughs> Rich made a wonderful I, comment I, earlier. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> That's G-rated enough, right? <laughs> nut marks on the rim. <laughs> I, I would imagine Hazelnut? a white. Would that be from them? It not being rinsed and set it down somewhere yeah. where the the soap or whatever would. Yeah, it's that's well, but possible. I mean, even even cleaning lipstick off and you know mm-hmm. the lipstick's not there. Any kind of oils that get on there, you know, because that that lipstick is still got like. I'll a, tell you what, like lipstick nowadays is hard to get off of glasses. I mean, because that's the whole purpose. Yeah, that's how they want lipstick to, stay on. to not come off. No, and that well, stuff does not come off. Well, they need to make it where it doesn't stick to beer glasses. <laughs> a lot of the so anti lipstick beer glasses. Uh, oh. Oh, there it is. There go. Watch out. Rich has got the patent. Sorry, guys. It's done. Well, a lot of the restaurants have like a three sink system, and they write, you know, they wash glasses really quick. You know, you got the the rinse, the wash, and the sanitize. Mm-hmm. But the, the question is, do they actually wash 
the glass. Well, you you can have a sanitized glass. It could be free of germs, but still dirty. Exactly, yeah. and that's the whole thing. Is if well, because dirt. That's the, the thing. With, yep. Like even with brewing equipment. Yep. You you can't sanitation doesn't clean something. No. Mm-mm. I mean, you still got to scrub it. You got to get everything off of it. If there's poo on the wall. <laughs> you can spray sanitizer all over. That's a clean <laughs> pile of poo. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next one is surprising to a lot of people, and I believe Rich was even yeah, surprised I've, about it. I've seen this yeah. hundreds of times. And so clinging bubbles on the glass. So little bubbles accumulated on the side of the inside of the glass inside the beverage. So, but clinging, not like when you see bubbles. Not I mean, it's natural up, to see the carbonation. Stuck to the side, like sticking to – what are they sticking to? That's the question, right? Mm-hmm. They are adhering to something that is not glass because glass doesn't do that. It's usually accompanied by one of the other two, typically. So maybe maybe the surface was not actually brushed. You know, it, I, you know I've worked in a restaurant industry, and you're behind a bar. You're slinging glasses and beers. You know, you're washing them. Unless you have a bar backer, I mean, I could, I could see where people, you know, kind of, I mean, they're not dirty per se, as in they're not disgusting. They're not just like fresh off someone's mouth, but you still got oils and deposits. Mm-hmm. It's still gross. Yep. And the various types of drinks served at an establishment other yes. than a brewery, you could get. Well, so you go to B-dubs, you get a glass of beer. How many beers are served in a pint glass, a regular pint glass? Pretty much all of them, right? You go to a brewery, you usually get some specialty glasses, but that pint glass is probably used for multiple different styles of beer. And, man, it's a little scary to think about some of the things you probably find on that glass. Not B-dubs in general, just on any pint glass, you know, and bubbles. 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 <laughs> Pixar moment, sorry. <clears throat> any uh, Finding Nemo fans out there, they'll know exactly what... Bubbles! Bubbles! And the last one is Poor Head... Formation, yes. So a slim or slender head retention or formation on the beer. Think of it when you pour a Coke. I'm not sure everybody's poured a soda of some sort when you're a child. And everyone's like, oh, let's get rid of that foam. Stick your finger in it, right? Think of it as sort of an equivalent to that, except way grosser because it's not your finger. <laughs> Someone else's mouth or beard. Yeah, or, well, the oil. The oil. Yes, the oil. Oil. <laughs> You've, I, I'm sure you've all have heard of the trick of you wipe your nose or your, I've always heard your forehead, forehead yeah. yep. but also that not only, you know, a typical head will have almost unrecognizable small bubbles yep. mm-hmm. where an oily head will have big fat yes. bubbles. <clears throat> and you know, it can vary on styles, right? I mean, but Rich is absolutely right. On on the average, you will see either a little to no with abnormal head formation or normal, fluffy, frothy. Frothy. Delicious. I like frothy. Some beers are really hard to get <laughs> it's a great head word. on. <laughs> What's that? I said some beers are really hard to get head on. Yeah. It, um, Ciders are really bad about yeah, it. Well, again, it, yeah. it depends. There are, there are beverages that don't have a lot of yep. head, head retention. retention. Yeah. That's true. But it had attention or retention? Retention. Yep. So if you, you know, like, again, it depends. You, you yeah. got to be careful that, hey, it's, is it the glass or is it the beer? <laughs> That's a good you one. Could, oh, you it could be either one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well said, sir. <laughs> I missed the humor. <laughs> oh, man. That's good stuff. 
So things to look out for. Uh, check your rim. Check your head. <laughs> check your sides for bubbles. Don't want anything clinging to them. There you go. Yeah, you know it's really not that uncommon to see mainly the bubbles in the inside of your glass. I mean that's not like catastrophic, but it happens in a lot of ma- major restaurants. I mean I've seen it in just about every chain imaginable. I'm not going to list any because I don't want any enemies on that, but it happens everywhere. Um, see, and I, I, I never would have associated. I mean, so you think, oh, there's <clears throat> bubbles. It's so pretty, but it's not pretty. It's dirty. Yeah, yeah, but you know, and the thing is, is like, is, is does that? How much does that really? I mean, something like that. I, I can understand having, you know, if it's to the point where it will saturate a head or. Um, well, I mean, like know, in the case of the dirty glass, not allowing for good head retention you get the the purpose in certain beers of having that foamy head is the the aroma that you get from it i mean it's Mm -hmm. those bubbles are creating that flash off of the whatever chemicals it is that they give the the aroma so you're taking away from that so it's just the it's the experience of the beer and it's also compounding it's like if you're somewhere and their glasses are dirty what else are they screwing yeah Just to be very specific on this, it's not, uh, you will see bubbles in the beer, but when they stick to the inside of the glass and below the the beer level, that's what we're talking about. It's hard to illustrate that, not being able to see it. And and, and, and completely honest about it, there's going to be times. Yeah. You're in a brewery, things are just slammed, and people are having, you know, I've been in places before, they don't have any glasses. They're trying to go around and get yep. glasses because they're so slammed. Yep. People get in a hurry. Shit happens sometimes. There's yeah. going to be moments where you don't catch that lipstick on the on the glass. and Yeah. But, I mean, if you go to a place and, and it's always that way, yeah. <laughs> it's a little different yeah. situation. So, in that instance, you would, I mean, as far as us, us. you call it out. Yeah. Let us yeah. know. Please. Please let us know. So, hey. It's not an insult. There's bubbles sticking to my glass. There's lipstick on the rim. Let Somebody us know. missed something. We gotta know. You can't fix it if you don't know. Or, yep. you know, hopefully we would notice it, but, you know, let us know. We'll get you hopefully a Hopefully we glass. have practices in place that we won't have that, but... Yep. I mean. If not, we got a, you know, an open section of the floor we can bury you. <laughs> <laughs> no skeletons, right? That's, I'm sorry. That was, that was too much, so... All right, so we, we did the dirty. Now let's get to the clean. The heavenly clean. side, right? Um, first up, lacing, L-A-C-I-N-G. A very fun word, and it's very common to see in a clean glass, in a good beer especially. But to me, the best way to describe it is you'll see little halos of, of foam sticking to the glass as you drink your beer. There, also, the, another term they use is called legs. Ooh, it's legs. You see, it's like the foam will start to pull down, and you'll see like... Legs coming off of it. Oh, okay. She's got legs. She's got legs. <laughs> so, okay, so you have a 16 ounce beer in a pint glass and you're at a craft brewery and you're drinking it slowly, as you should, because that's responsible. You may have several rings which represent lacing. Yes, that's what I mean. Shotgunning, you'll have none. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares when you're shotgun? You have several it's rings. A different purpose. Yeah. It, Almost like little timestamps of where you stop drinking. And as LeBron said, the legs, as you'll have a hard line with white lacing or legs falling down from that line. And and the other thing is, even like in our cups here, it almost looks like it's dirty, but that's not. That's where that residual head is clinging 
to the to the cup and stuff the way it should. Fun phrase, residual head. Go ahead. Residual head. Head attention. No head attention slash retention. Yep. Actually, that's that's up next. Good head retention. Um, so if you have a pilsner, which is primarily you know very light and light in body and visuals, but usually has its characteristic as a nice frothy head, nice light crispy head. Most places will serve it with about an inch head on top of the glass. If that's not there, look for the warning signs, right? Um, this is where you run into a lot of commercial beers, honestly. But, but I mean, the other thing about it is some people associate head as wasted beer. Like, oh, I didn't get all the beer in the glass. It's like, but the glasses are designed. Yes. And you, you should be using a glass that complements that beer and how much head you need. So in some cases, yeah, you're getting a 16 ounce pint, but it's an 18 ounce glass. Yes, so you got exactly. room for the head. People think they have a you're negative association with it when that's yeah. actually not the case. I mean, no. there are some, there's, Places where you go, and I've heard it, I think in Europe, like you get the glass and it's like over half of it is foam. Well, let's talk about one of our most prized, you know, stouts in the world, Guinness. This is three-stage pour, right? Mm -hmm. We have a certified Guinness pourer here. Mm -hmm. um, if you've ever seen a true Guinness poured correctly, it's in three stages. And because the beer is all foam, it's got to settle. It's not carbonation, it's, you know, nitrogen, but yeah. still, it's, it's a process. And if it's done properly, it's delicious. If not, eh, eh. So. I've heard matchsticks. Yeah. Set a bottle cap on. That's right. I, I haven't heard that one. Hey, oh, what's that place? There's a place in Nashville. Guinness? Guinness, yeah. A properly poured Guinness. We'll yeah, the matchsticks. Oh, really? I didn't know that. And the, uh, they teach them how to carve the clover. I'll, fi I'll find oh, yeah. out. 2021. 20, <laughs> Ireland, baby. Oh, Ireland. Ireland. Yes. I'm so Anniversary. Anniversary trip. Oh. Well, I guess I'm out then. I can't go. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Nonsense. Call me. All right. So more details on that later. Uh, and the last indicator of a clean glass is uh, a clean glass surface. So checking for those oily residues, lipstick marks, chips. Yeah, discoloration. Um, chips isn't something you can get rid of, but if you notice a chip in your glass, you should let the bartender know or a manager you never want to drink a beer or any kind of beverage with a chip in the glass that's dangerous and then uh, I've, I've rotated fun. the chip to yeah. the other side and finished drinking <laughs> yes. it and then tell them uh, do you remember well the restaurant in Murfreesboro is a wing place um, we were drinking the tall 22 ounce beers and a friend kept looking in the glass and his mom was there and she's like why do you keep staring at that he said there's something in this glass i don't know what it is but there's something in this glass and he finishes his beer and his last drink a chunk of glass oh. hits him in the top of the lip mm. and he pulled i mean it was just a giant chunk of glass oh, and man. their oh, their glasses as they so they would stack them in the in the freezer mm -hmm. One of them, they would tap to get him apart, and it shattered. <laughs> so they went and got him another beer, had a piece of glass in it. Oh, my gosh. Two in a row. Oh, yeah. man. This isn't part of our segment, but what Rich just said is a terrible <laughs> practice. Do not freeze your glasses. Well, you know, <laughs> one of the problems with bottles, <laughs> like glass bottles, the way they form them, sometimes they will actually create like a, you know how when you, you pour, I'm gonna butcher this, but like you pour something, there's like a bubble ring, in it, you know, you see like a 
almost like there's a platform and it's just a bubble that's mm -hmm. formed, like a solid sheet of bubble. When they form glass, sometimes it will leave a very, very thin layer of glass inside of the glass, like in the neck and mm -hmm. stuff. So you get ready to pour into that, the way they, you know, the bottling machine works is it actually goes down into to the bottom of the bottle and fills. You'll break that, oh. and then you've got little, like, thin pieces Shards of glass that are Holy inside shit. of a bottle. Oh, that's scary. Oh, man. I'd hate to be the first one to pound that. <laughs> so that's why they take a whole lot of care when they process bottles and checking them and stuff. But it, it used to be a, it used to be an issue, but right. thankfully I've never had that. But maybe I have. And that, there, that next morning. Uh, no, next morning, yeah. Wait, oh. <laughs> that's my butthole burning. <laughs> I didn't eat anything spicy. But you drank the beer. But hey, that's why I like cans. You don't have to worry there about that. There you go. Can. can America. Do it. Can revolution. Can, can, can. <clears throat> I can. So that is all we have on the Cicerone uh, certification information for today. Um, if you want from, uh, more information on becoming a Cicerone certified participant of the program, check it out, Cicerone.org. promise you it's worth a look, especially if you want to get into the, the beer or crappier industry. It's definitely worth knowing. Rich is serving him some more brewskis right now. It's wonderful. Uh -oh. David inspired ugly pug. I have a pug, and she is ugly, but I love her to death. I saw God, this God and me. immediately thought of David and decided I had to. <laughs> so tonight we don't have a, a, a spin the bottle section because we again we are in on the location. We're on site. We're on site at Common John Brewery. So none of that tonight. So we'll we'll roll right into the conclusion of the show. Um, quick recap. Um, today we talked briefly about the Cicerone certification program, a very brief overview of what, how, you know, the different levels of what they work, and then we talked a little more in depth about a clean and dirty glass. And just, just things to educate the general populace on what to look for when you're drinking beer out in public, you know, what to look for. And, you know, give feedback. Don't give criticism. Don't be mean. Tell someone. If your glass is dirty, you think it's dirty, let them know. They'll get you another beer, I promise you. They don't want to lose your money. I can gladly say that here, you know, Common John, we, we get up and running, you let us know if something's wrong, we're going to take care of it and get you a, a proper, properly served product as, as soon as possible. So, No way to know you're happy unless you tell them. That's exactly right. And we don't want people leaving angry and being mad forever. Let us know. Let's address it. Let's become friends again. Let's drink some beers. Let's get a little wasted. Shotgun. <laughs> that might be too much, but who knows? Who knows? Hey, that ugly was that's really good. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's none left. Oh, really? Oh, oh man. Oh, look at David pouring a half a cup. I just it. got like this much. There you go, David. <laughs> got a, I didn't get much. It's so. good though. Tasty. We're trying a ug ugly pug from Rar and Sons. It's a black lager. It's pronounced Rar. David should know. That's a Texas brewery. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Hook the thing. God. Oh, well, speaking of Texas, yeah. Cowboys. Well, I think it is from Texas. Yeah. It's got Texas all over yeah. the back of the There's can. Big old, I mean, it's <laughs> a half a can. See how is that? Hey, I, don't I, worry I, though. I, Oklahoma I lost the pug reference, <laughs> and then it just happened to be his because it's Texas. <laughs> oh, you were just thinking ugly mug. I was thinking oh, ugly mug. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. thinking anything about Texas. I brought some, and then here's some of those. Longhorn things on the back. Rar, you did bring yeah. back some from Rar and some Rar, Rar uh, Fort Worth. Yep. I mean, you're from Texas. You should know how to pronounce is that. that? <laughs> so is that car? Is that the caramel? That, from that the malt. Kind of that. Uh, that sweet. So this is this is kind of. I mean, <clears throat> they call it black lager, but it's basically a porter with a with a 
Pilsner yeast or a, an, a lager yeast, I guess. Pilsner is a lager, it's kind of, but it's very similar. But it's much more clean right. finish. You don't get. Mm -hmm. the, it's not as heavy. Yeah, I mean the. You don't get, or lager yeast is much cleaner. You don't get the esters, the fruitiness and stuff that you would from an ale yeast. Mm -hmm. So something like a, it's a little bit darker than maybe a like an Oktoberfest or something. Sorry, I'm doing my check-in on Untap. That's what's next is rate the beer. So, oh sorry. Oh, you're good. No, no, you good. Did. Oh, you already did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I just jumped the gun there. Now we're at the rate the beer segment Swartz, uh, where everybody. So this is AKA Swartz beer. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, the Schwartz is strong with so you. So it's that, it's that same <laughs> caramely sweetness, I guess, just chocolate caramel and roasted oh, man, We got to make our location for, was it? Oh, we, we talked about that. Yeah. He started doing it. I said, don't be doing that because we got to get it right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Oh, man. I learned my lesson See, from and uh, doing why hooking up harvest. It's lowercase. Listen, I know. Believe me, I know. We'll get it figured Checked out before we open so. Check the water mirror in harvest. It's four square, right? You know what I was about to say? Four yeah. square, yes. We'll get that figured out. I, I gave it a four, if anybody cares. I did, too. I gave it a four. It's very filberty. Actually, every time I, I, I the word Filbert reminds me of um, Rocco's Modern Life. For anyone who's ever watched yeah. the, the the stupid turtle, the, he's very worrisome. Yeah. If you ever watch it, you'll enjoy it. He's hilarious. We're a different generation. It's okay. It's on Netflix now. You can watch it. So. <laughs> well, it's actually not true. It's like a it's the movie. new version. Yeah. It's, it's the new version. Good. Yeah. I was a. Uh, Beavis and Butthead. I really like King of the Hill. That, that, that show was uh, a lot of wasted potential, I think. Damn it, Bobby. It was good, though. Yes, King of the Hill. Yes. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. Damn it, Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a King of the Hill reference. Oh, that was uh, uh, McCarthy. Yeah, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> he sells propane. <laughs> propane. <laughs> Sorry, we just made a, a Everyday Joe Show reference here. Yep. <laughs> We're crawling over. That was a great episode, Dave. They had a lot of fun on that one. Yep. I got to check it in at the church again. <laughs> I checked one in at the Manchester Arts Center. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Well done. So my, my church next door. I live right next door to my, my church, the Catholic Church. Oh, it's a Catholic church. It's yeah. okay. Right? We drink wine there. Why not check in yeah, our beer? I agree. <laughs> Why not? So you know yes. what's next, don't you? The Chloe update. The Chloe update. So we're getting close to. Oh my gosh, so close! I to can, what? I can just. So she it. her her nineteenth birthday was on Thursday. She <laughs> called us like out of the blue, and oh, I'm like, sweet. It was really weird because I haven't talked to her, so I'm like on the phone like. Chloe? She's like, everything's okay, Dad. She said, I'm just calling to get some information. Like she's. What she's doing, she needs some high-level security clearance. So they wanted to know, like, somebody that wasn't family member that could verify that she's lived at our address for so long. So I gave her the information. Of course, my birthday was the day after, so she got to tell me happy early birthday. We got to, what a gift! I, got, I called Angie right before she was walking out the door, like, "This is Chloe." So we we're both like, "We love you, happy birthday!" <laughs> and then we get a letter from Chloe. Shelby gets a letter. Mm -hmm. And she had had firing week, like, what, the week before? Well, she had... I guess it was the week before, yeah. yeah. I don't really remember what So she got, uh, I forget, 200 and something points on table one, and then got 100 and something points on table two, so she ended up getting expert shooting, so the highest level. Wow. 
That's badass. Fancy yeah. fancy. She is a badass. So she starts the crucible this Thursday. Today is Sunday. It'll be Thursday, and then Saturday morning, the second, she will officially uh, be, become a Marine, U.S. Marine. And then we get to talk to her on Sunday. <laughs> oh man, you yeah. think we should? Oh, get, really? we get can we get her live her on the show? Hours. Do you think that'd be possible? A little oh, segment gosh. for the uh, I don't know, show. Maybe. <laughs> we'll be like, hey, Chloe, we need to get the recorder ready. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One to four. Their time. Yeah. So it'll be 12 to 3 our time. So we'll work on that. Uh, <laughs> if it works, it works. For those who are listening, you might get to hear... Get the Halloween uh, party the night yeah. before, so I don't need to get too hungover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's good news. It, it's The end is near for her uh, boot camp, and uh, that's that's good to hear that she's doing well, too, especially on her birthday. So, so what else do we want to talk about? Do we want to wrap things up now? Or are we going to wait? We can we talk about more. We didn't rate our beers individually. Oh, well, I'm sorry. We did. Derek and I did. Well, we did. Oh, it's, uh, people just jump in there. Yeah, I mean, jump in there. What did you rate it? <laughs> I rated 3.5. Oh. Okay. All right. 3.75. 3, okay. I'm four, also. Yeah. Four. Okay, so I, I, I the three of us were right. Y'all so were there, right. Okay. there are okay. two okay. people who are dropping <laughs> off recommendations. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely, if I saw it, I would, I would definitely buy it. Yes. Guess what? I said I was going to rating beers. I was just going to say whether I drink it again. I definitely drink that beer. Again. Yeah, that's a good beer. It's not something I would drink every day, but you know, when you run across it, that's a good beer to grab and you know, swallow down with someone, a good friend. Right? Why is that beer there? They're pretty good. Yes, they are. Have you been to their no. place? I like that. Oh, road trip. There it is. <laughs> road trip episode. There's whatever. another one in Memphis <laughs> called Crosstown Brewing Company. You go down to Memphis in May and listen to his music. What is their their IPA? Is it Ananda? Yep. yep. Ananda, yeah. yeah. I love the uh, Travis string. Tiny Bomb. Tiny Bomb. Tiny Bomb. Tiny Bomb. It's good. It's good. Is Ananda the IPA? What's their... They have a porter. They have one called Adjective Animal or something like yeah. that. It's like a double IPA yeah, maybe? that's yeah. double. Yeah. Yeah, I had that. The, uh, but then, got to get up to get down. Mm, yes, that's it. That's the, that's the darker beer. Yep. Yeah, it's hard to eat that one. That is delicious. That's very popular at Ellen's, too. Mm-hmm. Well, I love their can work on those because it's the repetitive patterns. or you know, yeah. It's artwork, obviously done by you know hand, and it's bright, it's bold, eye-catching. Always, has, think always has the pink yes. uh, oh. six-pack top on it. Yes. When you think oh, of really? the name of the beer, you're like, oh, I know exactly what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Isn't there a song yeah, similar to that title? I, people had asked me, I said, it's actually here. Just go, there's a few stores here that carry it. Just mm-hmm. go look for a black can with a pink top. And that's how they've, they've been able to find it. The one across from the hospital. Oh, you're talking about the plastic Has top. It? The yeah. plastic, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, the, the six, six, yeah, six, six pack, pack retainer. Mm-hmm. retainer. Which are reusable, folks. Please <laughs> save those. Road trips. Road trips. <laughs> Got a good stack of them. Yeah, they, they stack and it's easy to group beers. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you're sharing beers with friends too, like here, take some. That's right. Here, take it. I bought too much. Here, Derek, have them. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Speaking of which, we need to do a... Here, here Derek, take these to LeBron. <laughs> we need to have a big... <laughs> there it is. Damn it. We need to do a bottle share here at the brewery before uh, it's open. Okay. Like a big one. Cool. So a big bottle share, and should we do a podcast accompanying Yeah. I think so. Because yeah. I have got an entire refrigerator full of beer. There we go. Did you save a zombie dust? Yeah, there's still like three or four of them left. Oh, well, he's just throwing them around like candy, ladies and gentlemen. 
Uh, by the time he shares them, they'll be here for good anyway. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not cool anymore, sorry. Uh, we do uh, still have that Dark Lord. Dark Lord. Man. Should we... How is how is the uh, blueberry breakfast hero? I haven't had it yet. Uh-huh. Actually, uh oh, round tasting round two. Are we gonna <laughs> conclude the show with this beer? Let's see if. Uh, I mean, it was at the very front of the. Hold on. Oh, that is a really good beer. Sorry, it's a ghost train beer. Look in there. Found one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You still need That's one? Solid. Yeah. Not bad. Deliciousness. Uh, I don't think it's in here. Oh, she got too much of that black Abbey stuff. No offense to black Abbey. <laughs> black Abbey is solid. We had a hefty donation from the roof. Yeah. So the uh, Sunday, last Sunday morning at Bell Buckle, um, I had finished all my. My wife has a, a booth at Bell Buckle, okay. so I finished all my helping with different things and getting breakfast for my wife and whatnot. And so I snuck off to the cooler. And <laughs> when else are you supposed to have breakfast hero? But the breakfast, yeah. I agree. Eight, eight o'clock Sunday morning. I mean, breakfast or brunch area is acceptable. It was, it was good. It was outstanding. <laughs> I, I'm really interested in the blueberry because I'm I well you gave me the regular breakfast hero right you didn't you give me one no I have one to give you okay yeah. so I've got one of the blueberry for you you've got yeah so we got a we got a scheduled date for that yes are we trying yeah, this preferably beer? in the morning we're gonna try this one yes or well we're just gonna try it if it sounds Is good loop lupulin yeah that's, I mean, that's what is that? incredibly hard so, train. <laughs> that was an Alabama trip right yep. I saw their tap room looked pretty cool yeah it is cool I mean it is like you're sitting it's kind of like an L-shaped mm-hmm. like here's the bar a little L-shaped area canning machine fermenter sitting like I mean you're Boom. sitting right next to them the whole that's time cool. that's cool yeah the canning machines are fascinating to watch yes. yeah. and just look at so just in case you're recording this oh I am definitely recording and this. you use it this is lupulin Lupulin. That's a five dollar word, ladies that? and gentlemen. Lu- <laughs> luminosity. 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 That's exactly. tongue twister. It's very bright. Lupulin luminosity. Very bright. It is very good. Fun beer Ooh. fact: Lupulin is the pollen-like appearance substance on a hop when it's hot, uh, ripe. They'll start to fall from underneath the leaves or the petals of the hop um, nugget, as it were. So it looks like pollen, but it's called lupulin. 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 Yes. I love lupulin. lupulin. <laughs> it's very luminous. And fun time to lupulin. the beginning of the show where you were drinking gumball, gumball head. We the beer we made for uh, Madison's wedding was a, a clone of that. That was the first beer we'd ever used. Uh, fresh hops or yeah, wet hops. We took hops. them right off of the vine. Right off the vine, we cleaned them and dumped them right into fermentation, yep. and huh. it gave it that character we wanted. So. Delicious. Well, we didn't know that what we were doing, but it ended up being. What we, we knew exactly what we were doing, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This, this beer smells exactly like every beer that I used to hate. <laughs> I, no, but now I've, I've I feel that I I've come what, I've come a long way in your because you know, I, I used to be able to smell a beer and I would automatically have it in my head. I don't like that. 
so I couldn't get past the taste. So you didn't like the hoppy beers? No, I, okay. I could not drink. I could not drink an IPA I at all. I used to not like IPAs at all. But then I met Mr. Voodoo Ranger, mm-hmm. the Hazy Ranger, and for some reason that day, I don't know if it was what I was eating, but I I had a bunch of them and I enjoyed them and it has <laughs> brought me into the uh, the delightfulness and sometimes misery <laughs> of, of IPA. Well, the good news is you're not far off of all of our other gateway beers into this is your gateway right. beer into IPAs it sounds like. That was my gateway beer into IPA. So also I, we were, Gretchen, Gretchen and I was talking about our our gateway <laughs> craft beer and ours was Gerst. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, gosh. She absolutely loved that is a good Gerst. beer. You know I need to talk to you see if you're available. Okay. So the day after we leave for Chloe's graduation, which is family day, mm-hmm. the Tennessee Brewers Guild is having a meeting, and it's oh, okay. at Yazoo. Okay. I can't Yazoo. go. Renee's going. Yazoo. Their new like, facility? Yeah, the new okay. facility. So they're saying, having you a... You need a proxy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I know we're Nashville is. <laughs> yeah, I think the, it's uh, in what? Which is, I guess, still Nashville. What, Madison, I think, is where the new brewery's at? I don't know. I've, yeah, they're getting ready to, I guess, start tearing down the other one, which breaks my heart. I would, we built a building right across the street from, like, literally 30 feet from it. And I would sit there and I'm like, this smells awful. <laughs> How could something so delicious smell so bad? It's true. It has its moments. Yep. <laughs> that was a great place. So this is, they say this beer is a West Coast, East Coast hybrid IPA. Yeah, that's lost. But you know why I like this beer? It's got Nelson in it. Is that what that is? Mm -hmm. Oh, that makes sense. I don't know how to, I don't know, Savin, Nelson Savin. It's a hop, but it gives off a wine character, the hop does. Yeah, that sounds right. Savin, like Sauvignon. I'm not a wine aficionado. I just learned how to say that at a young age. Because I was raised Catholic. Oh, it's got, oh, it's got enigma. <laughs> I drank that one time. <laughs> yes, several. Melon, candy, and dank, sticky nugs with a decent hot backbone. See, that's a that's one of the characteristics that I can always I always pick up on is that dank hops, that earthy hops that I just I, I can't get down with, but I don't taste that, and I may in two minutes when it starts to warm up a little bit but and you you touch on an interesting point rich is that at different temperatures as it gets warmer you start to you start to taste a lot of those stronger hop characteristics it was when i was at depot bottom for the craft show that my wife was at uh the bartender and i we sat and we poured just i think three different beers and he would smell something and then i would smell it and he would get something and I would smell the same thing. And then he would smell the same thing again five minutes later and I would smell something completely different. <laughs> but we, we would always taste the same flavor. And it was it was really odd how the three beers changed. There was one beer that it got where it was 
as it got to temperature, I couldn't smell it. Like, I had to resist smelling it because I knew it was still delicious, but I didn't want to smell it because the, the smell was kind of off-putting. Yeah. It was, it was still, it still tasted, tasted the same. Yeah, from the flavors and aroma are very unique because it's not that, it, it is what you get out of it. Mm-hmm. It's not that it's wrong, but there's, we talk about it in some of the podcasts where you talk about these all flavors. It's like, you got to find something that your brain associates with it, yep. whether it's what he thinks it is or not, but that's mm-hmm. what you think. Oh, wait, this is vinegar or this is. What we talked about earlier was the uh, shoot up newspaper. Tootsie roll. Tootsie roll. Yeah, tootsie roll. I, we, so I, I still am. I'm curious about that. I, are you? The tootsie like, roll was the old. That's the one where you were yeah. getting from the old. But it's still good. And hops, it's, like old it's hops. And different. Stuff. I like that. We got some in the fridge. At yeah. Guaranteed. You've been like, that's tootsie a tootsie roll, roll pop, man. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's mm. really weird. Hopefully we don't have and any beer sitting around for crazy. a year. It, it's crazy how you can smell something and it not taste anything like what you smelled, but then you can have a taste that tastes like something smells, yeah. which absolutely blows and my mind. I can I can sit here and tell you before you drink that beer, you're going to get this, this, and this. More times than not. You're going to get it because your brain tries to find it. Yeah. Your brain says, oh, licorice. Yeah, 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 I get licorice. Influence. Yeah. But it, 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 that's the way it works. I mean, and now, do, do breweries, you know, I've noticed where there's some places just put, this is the beer, this is the ABV, this is the IBU, and that's it. Is it a technique for some craft brew places to put flavor profiles to I wouldn't to say help. a technique I mean it, it's 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 a good thing to do I mean hopefully when they're doing it they're they've got people around I, I've said this before I don't I'm not good at that I, every once in a while I'll pull I'll pull crazy things out I'm like oh yeah this is what I get but there are people that are just really really good they're sensitive to certain things or they're very very sensitive to, to aroma and flavor mm-hmm. And that's what I hope. I've said it before on podcasts. It's like if there's anybody out there that says, "Oh, I'm really good at picking up this stuff," I would love to have that people come in to, that can do that to help to describe that, that the beer. Would really help yeah. somebody new to be able to look up and see. Oh, I love tangerine. Yeah, yep. I love star fruit. <laughs> hey, Richie on the head, man. It all comes down. <laughs> So I'm getting that beer. <laughs> He's heard me talk about you get the oh my Damn god, we had to make a starfruit beer. And we will make it again. Damn it. With more starfruit mix. <laughs> Let, more starfruit. Let's start hey, it's, <laughs> it's a it's a it's an angle of customer service, Rich. You are absolutely right. Empowering the customer to know exactly what or an idea of what they could taste. But that when we did the beer festival. Like I would, I will say that we had flavorings and stuff. We did all this stuff for that one beer that goes up. I knew what it was, but when people would come up, we would describe it to them and they'd be like, Oh my God, this is right. You're right. This is so good. But that's, that's the thing is like when people, you tell them something and they're like, Oh, even if it's something bad, like, Oh, this, you're going to taste Licorice and grass clippings. Yeah, gra- yeah, grass clippings. Oh wow, I do. Wow, how did you get grass clippings in here? Well, it's just a byproduct of the. I, I love cutting grass when I was little. Yeah, and they skip off happy. Yeah. 
fresh leaves. But you want to give that to people. You want to be like, okay, we put this, this, and this into this beer to make it taste this way, or this, you know, this grass clippings comes from this particular hop. When you dry hop with it, it gives that aroma. True story. It's good stuff. You know, we got to round it up. Yep. <laughs> it's almost dark, too. Yeah, exactly. Dark 30. Yeah, well, we also I said if there's any haunts in here. We'd anyway. get Rich done Probably before 6 30. I made that promise. We got to get yeah, it done. Oh, we so. still got oh, We still got time. We can wrap this up and have some shotguns. But then we leave it for the imagination of our listeners to know what happens after we roll it up. So, you know, I'm just saying. Sorry, folks. I'm waiting for some, somebody to walk past one of these doors. <laughs> yeah, well, there's, there's probably some haunts in here. Oh, it's that time of the year. So be sure to check us out on uh, social media. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at CommonJohnBC. Subscribe to our mailing list to get access to promotions, specials, and VIP events. www.commonjohnbc.com. And uh, special guest plugs. You know, we talked about Tom. Um, thank you so much, Corporate Thread, um, hooking us up with some great. You know, merchandise. We used your uh, koozies not too long ago at the beer Rich festival. Rich is here. His wife Rich. has a GRS. Go ahead and plug it up, Rich. And GRS custom designs, um, various screen printing options, um, a lot of cool home stuff. Goods, a lot of cool stuff. I always see awesome. her posting stuff on Facebook. I'm like, oh, very really creative cool, lady she is, and yeah. the hardest working person I know. <laughs> that is awesome. No doubt. <laughs> I can sense that. Uh, I also could say we pulled out an everyday oh. reference. Earlier. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Sorry, I was going to say. Hopefully, that's that's the that's the six thirty. I have to. <laughs> we're having dinner with them, so if oh, anybody would like to oh. uh, go to dinner, come on. No, I was going to say, I, I think your your wife is also somewhere that, that could beat some ass up too. She uh, seems she, like I have a separate savings account that I call Bail <laughs> because I know one of these days my my. Beautiful wife. My beautiful wife is going to stop a mud hole with somebody. She's going to call me and say, honey, no questions. Just get the money and come get it. <laughs> and I, I absolutely owe her that. So. She's actually protected me various times. You know? Well, that's that's exactly what she's supposed to do. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, we made several, several Everyday Joe shows. Sorry, I interrupted because I was thinking about... Gert beating somebody's ass. <laughs> but yeah, Everyday Joe Show, check it out. Absolutely. That was great. Lots of good good laughs in that show. I love that show. Oh, their show is like... I, I, I it wouldn't even, surprise yeah. me tomorrow if somebody like said, oh yeah, this radio station picked them up or they're well, getting I, some big... You know, I tuned in this past week, but I was in Vegas, so it was two hours you know, behind. So it was a little awkward for me because yeah. I was in a lot of noise. You're like, oh, five o'clock? This is yeah, on? Yeah, <laughs> it was a little weird. But it's all good. Yeah. It's still a good show. <laughs> all right. Well, everybody. Still got a little bit of t shirts left. Not yeah. many. Oh, I want. Wait. Oh, you don't have any 2XL. No, no, I think I do. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, got guy, you got fat guy gear? Yeah, I got wait, I got 2X and 3X this time. But wait a minute. Wait, um, what about the pink and red ones? Oh, I, yeah, what those? Too much stuff going on. I got a few. Samples. Are they still there or no? Or? No, I just got like one of each side. Oh, okay, I thought you got a whole shipment. No, so no, never no, mind. no, no. Okay. I just got like samples. We were going to try to do that for October, but just too busy. So as a tease, we have some cool stuff in development. I'm not going to go into any details because it's still in the drawing board stage. Um, LeBron hasn't even seen it, so it's going to be really cool to see what he thinks about some of it. And I have been completely <laughs> blown up about hats. So it looks like yeah. I'm gonna have to make one more hat. Order. Do the hat order because yeah. when 
the ideas come through, um, what could change it up, it's going to be fun. It's going to make it more of an adventure um, for everybody. To I think I might mix in another color this time. To too. collect the hats. I'm going to start that out there. Collect. Um, I'm a hat collector. You're going to be responsible for selling all of those women's hats. <laughs> I, just, I need to get one that fits because well, this one fits crooked because my head is so big. Yeah. Well, don't. Uh, but so, you and I are the same. Yeah, guy. I'm on the third. We're, we're the same. It depends. Guy. They're they're actually different. I've see, got I'm one on the, that I'm on. The, like this I'm one. I'm on the fourth dot at the end. Yeah, I'm three here. Yeah. I'm see this. No, this see, I'm on the. I'm on that one. Yep. I'm three. See, I'm typically when I have this style hat, my head's so big that it sits off to one side. Yep. You know because of the I'm too yeah. close to <laughs> meeting in the middle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we found this from Archetype. When we went to North Carolina, I bought by mistake a 115, which is a Richardson style hat that's similar to the 112, but it, it's a smaller uh, height. Mm-hmm. So that might be an answer for you. Got it? Uh, you need to let yeah. Shelby try it. Yes, no. no it's just so, like that above your ears. Yeah, oh, God. It's no, I had, I had that sucker on the last peg, and uh, it barely fit around my fat head. So you guys could not wear it if I've you're on the fourth. I've got a beautiful Cardinals hat like that. It just it frustrates me every time I see it. It's stretched all the way out, and there's like two finger gap between the top of your ear and the bottom of the hat. It's like a real trucker you hat. Want it to sit so, you want it to fit so bad? I just tell Gretchen it's yours. You can have it. Yeah, because you can lose weight, but your head don't get no smaller. No, yeah. I hope my head doesn't get any smaller. Oh, that's what she. Giggity, giggity. That's what she asked for. All right. A so from everyone here at Common John, cheers. 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 I need a beer. Awesome, yeah, good cut. I need to go to the to the UT party over here. Yeah, yeah, these two talking all the time. Exactly. <laughs> I just sit back and watch. Oh, I sit back are you blaming on us? Is that what you just did? I sit back here and watch the green. <laughs> did you experience this monstrosity? Oh, how, how much did you and I talk? I didn't really talk that much, but I talked more than you did. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't.